especially if you kind of like jump right into things, just be like, I'm having so much fun with this person. I'm just going to be present and enjoy my time. And if it doesn't work out, I will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> like exactly. I've gotten through breakups before. I will be fine. Um, we're done eating our pickle. Welcome back to That G-T. was like a nice little way to start. Yeah, welcome back to Genotoxic. Um, I don't, we just. Look, it's one of those days. We had to have a pickle. Yeah, we had to have a pickle. We have some Olipops with us too that we're drinking. Um, yeah, I took so Lily. Weird. weird intro. Weird, weird intro vibes. day. Weird I'm vibe. Like, what? I took Lily to her first ever trip to Pickle Guys, guys this past weekend. If you're in New York, if you're visiting Go to pickle, guys. Yep, guys. The land of the pickles. Everything is pickled. Yeah. Everything. Like, they even got pickled fruits. And, like, dude, I was looking at their website the other night at the pickled things that, like, I missed. And, like, they have, like, pickled apples. Yeah, they have everything. The pickles you got are, like... The full sours. Yeah, but they're, like, you know, the dick-shaped ones. But, like, the ones I got are, like, sliced. Oh, yeah, you got sliced. You got this is sliced how I describe bread and things. butter. I'm a grown adult. That is how I describe well, they're things. Called, those are called full sours. There's, like, oh, full oh, sours, oh, okay. half sours, and then there's, like, spheres and stuff. But, yeah, you got the sliced bread and butter pickles. Yeah, and I literally, the other night, I was, like, hammered, and I yeah, got just, home, and I took it out of the fridge, and I literally, with my hand, like, scooped, uh, like, 20 of them. And just yeah. Went, that's <laughs> and literally, that's exactly what I've been doing that every night. That was my night. dinner. I yesterday I ate like I ate four of the full ones and then I ate like at least I had to equate one full pickle of the bread and butter ones like of the slices and then this morning I put the pickled onions and pickled carrots on my avocado toast and then I've been just like nibbling at the pineapple it's also good yeah it's also good but anyways Anyways. enough about pickles shout out pickle guys uh toxic thing of the week baby we went out this weekend. Christina's single. Yeah. But, uh, well, she was sober, though. Once again, single and sober, baby. Yeah, guys. Um, So I think, did I say this in the last? No, I didn't find out in the last episode. I made an Instagram story post, though. So if you guys follow us on Instagram, you probably already heard about this. Uh, But last week, I had BV. And it wasn't fun. And the medication for BV, you can't drink on. So I had a no, very sober... It's like, sober, really, you can't drink on that shit. Yeah. Because like, I, I got a beer one time on it, and I projectile vomited. Yeah, I like, had, like, a few sips of wine because I was filming. It's out now, but I filmed a video with uh, Dan Churchill, the oh my God, foodie so guy good. of TikTok and Instagram. Yeah, where he, like, basically came to my apartment and cooked me a meal. Um, We recorded, but we had a glass of wine in that. And it was literally just like a few sips of red wine. And like, I was just so nauseous after. I've never like been so sensitive to alcohol. Like they say that on some medications and I wouldn't drink. But like, I thought maybe it would give me like a stomach ache. But like, I was, I literally like project. No, (laughs) that shit makes you nauseous. Also, if you don't eat before you take it too. Yeah, yeah. Empty stomach, you get nauseous. the taste of it too. Yeah, what the fuck is up with that? If you know, you know. Yeah. It's for the girls. It's. (laughs) The name of the medicine is like a men, men, menza, do something. It starts with an M. But yeah, yeah it's like yeah. if you don't swallow it like right away Dude, when you get the water in your mouth, is it is foul. disgusting. Foul. Oh my God, I hate it. But yeah, so I had BB uh, and I was on the medication and we went out this weekend and I couldn't drink. So I had a cone, a cone, 
no, a stone cold sober weekend. But it wasn't like, I don't know, you're not, you're never the type to like do shots and get hammered anyway. So I was yeah. like, because like, I don't know, I feel like I'm out of my shots era. I no, you're out of your anymore. shots era for sure. But I also <laughs> was like, uh, David said something to me like, do you think she's still going to have fun? And I was like, definitely. Nothing's, you won't even be able to tell the difference if that bitch yeah. has a drink or two anyway. Like she's always like. Yeah. Just, yeah. So It was kind of just like a weird night. Like, <laughs> I, like it, had we been dancing, it would have been better too. It was just like an odd night. So anyways, my, one of my toxic things of the week. Well, I don't know if I have another. Actually. It wasn't a dancey night. It was no, like it a, wasn't. But I don't know. We I when I ran into the our friend that was there, he was like, I kind of felt like a house party hangout. Everyone it did. was just like when, sitting around. When, so we went to Botanica and then we went in the back room of Botanica. Yeah. It felt more like house no it was not and also i feel like whenever i go out with my boyfriend's friends i never even fucking talk to them or it's just so loud yeah and like everyone just gets hammered and like is dancing so it was nice to like have a conversation with people yeah and like you and ryan don't usually hang out with them so it was nice that you guys actually got to like talk to people exactly so my technical toxic thing of the week that relates to this Uh is the fact that i did get all (laughs) dolled up i already knew that we were going to be going out this weekend but i was particularly excited because there is this one friend (laughs) there's this one friend of work base who i just like have a little like thing for him (laughs) like i don't know what it is like he just like no you guys have such a similar like sense of humor and energy so we met one time (laughs) (laughs) it's always the man that we that you that i meet one time for yeah. me specifically it's like one time and i'm in love but we met one time like a long time ago they both and, were vibing though. yeah and we were fucking vibing he and asked I, me about her every time i see him yeah so. and i haven't seen him since <laughs> and so lily's like he's coming out tonight so i got so dressed up well not dressed up but you know i did my makeup and i put on no, like, a little cute. cool girl outfit i look cute and i was like <laughs> I look like I'm ready to attract the Bushwick boy. Yeah. Um, and then the toxic thing is that I dressed for the male gaze and then we get there and he ended up not coming. Yeah, it was fucking tragic. Yeah. I was like, wow, I just fucking I like I was not a, I was napping and then I got up and went. I probably would have just thrown on mascara and gone if you yeah. guys were like, nah, he's not going to be there. I would have been like, whatever. Yeah. Ryan literally had like no makeup on. Like it I was know. Except chill. Ryan was bitching the entire night saying how ugly she looked. And but then Ryan, when I tell you every single man in the bar, I'm not exaggerating. Ryan was like staring like, at her, yeah. trying to get her number. The definition of the New York 10, makeup yeah, or not. Like, we're scared of so her. So she's like, oh my God, I look so ugly right now. And we're like, what? My line with her is like, she could be complaining about like anything. Like, it's kind of, maybe it's fucked up that I do this. But I'll look at her and be like, I can't, I'm trying to feel bad for you, but I can't. I can't feel bad for <laughs> I you. I can't. You're, You're too, too much hot. of a 10. Yeah. Like, like, I have no sympathy for you, Megan Fox. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? No, actually, though. But what is, what is your, what's your doctor thing of the week? Wait, but I was going to say that me and the guy that Christina has a crush on behind her back, we call her beauty cheeks instead of beauty chicky. As yeah. in like beauty, I'm all set those cheeks. Yeah, you know like I want to fucking. <laughs> I want them beauty cheeks. I want those cheeks. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> David will be like, you won't get them beauty cheeks. He's like, we met one time. Like, yeah. Hello. Well, he had the opportunity to get the fucking beauty cheeks. Also. Oh, yeah. My toxic confession was, well. It was just funny because I I take Christina and Ryan out to like meet work based friends and they have like met them like one time, but not really. And like two of them, I like I mean, work have been dating for like over a year now, like on and off a little bit. But like we've been hang- I've been hanging out with his friends for like a year and a half at this point. And 
I kind of just started becoming like better friends with some of them. Like I maybe just was like I didn't go out with them that often and didn't really like bond. Like I would just say hi and that would be it. But like lately I've actually become good friends with them and it's been great. But last night was Ryan's or Saturday night was Ryan's first time ever meeting them. And like within 30 minutes, they were exchanging Instagrams and becoming best friends. And I was like, fuck you guys. I've been dating him for a year and a half and everyone. But then again, Ryan just like puts herself like she is she just sat down with everyone was like what are we talking about yeah. I'm Ryan nice to meet you like she's she very so funny there's a we we joke because like it's a good balance because I'm like I can be kind of shy sometimes like I'm psycho but like sometimes I can be shy with new people and Ryan is like the opposite she yeah. like, likes making people uncomfortable oh yeah <laughs> like do well, I need I, friends I mean like, I always say it's only uncomfortable it, it, the situation is only uncomfortable if you, if make, you make it, it uncomfortable. uncomfortable yeah yeah or it's only awkward if you make it awkward or like I won't feel like awkward necessarily around new people but I'm never like fully myself like I can just kind of be a little hesitant to like really break the ice and yeah. like be silly and whatever but like Ryan and you are both like so good at just like doing that <laughs> when, that's why when you guys are around like I was way more myself Saturday night and like yeah. was being and I talk I talk to those people more than I ever talk yeah. to them just because I get like shy I don't know why but I mean you know why because they're probably not like the typical people I would like hang out with yeah. so I'm not oh no I was a little intimidated although I shouldn't be because like they, they were so nice they but were also, so ni- like yeah it's just not our normal that's like, not crowd. like my group that makes I know sense. and we're like not but, cool we're like weird so <laughs> I'm scared. I'm I just like, like I mean you know me like I'm like not the Bushwick girly no. in the slightest <laughs> So like Wait, I feel like I, I feel just like we talk about Bushwick bond. in every episode and if people don't live in New York they're probably like what are yeah. you talking Bushwick is in Brooklyn it's a neighborhood yes it's a neighborhood in Brooklyn for like young 20s <laughs> avant-garde hipsters yeah, like like think like cool sticker thrift- tattoos I only thrift everything hair. I wear yeah exactly exactly that's but and I live there yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I, lives there. I so. love it but like I still feel like I'm not like totally that but I I do love it Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, the Bushwick crowd is, is yeah, <laughs> definitely I'm like, something. They're nice. I just I'm a little. No, they're great. No, a little well, intimidated. It's yeah, just it not depends. My some of them are. Some of them are fucking bit like too yeah, cool for school. Exactly. And then some of them are. That's cool. the same thing though with the East Village. Like, yeah, I feel like people are the same in the East Village. Yeah, or they're like super friendly. It's like I don't know. New York is yeah. weird like that. People are either like so down to mingle and like have new friends, or they're like we're too cool. We have our clique over here, yeah. like whatever. It's weird, but yeah. most of the time people. Anyways, are cool. I feel like our toxic uh, our toxic thing of the week this week kind of sucked. But yeah, it's fine. We've been. I'm like thinking. I'm like, what have I done that's toxic? But like, I only just announced last week that I got out of a relationship. I haven't like done She will. I haven't gotten to that point yet. She will. I've been just like, yeah, I will. Mm-hmm. But You've been chilling. Yeah, I've just been chilling Regrouping. and Yeah, I've been just trying to like get back to me. Saging. Yeah, no, actually. <laughs> you know what's funny is I actually uh made a joke to uh Paige and Kate. I have Paige and Kate coming over tonight for wine night. I made a joke to them earlier and I was like, "Oh my god, I haven't saged the apartment since he left." And they were like, "We're doing it tonight." And oh I was like, god. "Period." <laughs> so That's funny. That's that, but it has to be done. No, I like I haven't really done anything <sighs> like I just I was explaining this to Lily earlier. I've just been like trying to like Oh my god, sounds so fucking corny, but like get back to me. No. I feel like I not lost corny. Yeah. The way I explained it to pages, I was like, I feel like I lost so much of myself in that relationship that now Your I'm whole like routine change. Yeah. I'm like 
It's like, like, I'm not like learning to like live alone. It's not that I'm learning to live alone again. It's that I'm learning to like enjoy doing things. You have to get used to being like, it's not like you went through a normal breakup because he was living here for a few months. Yeah. Like I was literally talking about this with Ryan this morning because I was saying how you were like a little lonely last night and wanted to hang out. And I was like, that's so beyond normal for a breakup, but especially a breakup where you lived with the yeah. person. It doesn't but matter you who they were. Too, yeah. So. It doesn't matter how done you are with the relationship and how happy you are that it's over. It's like a natural human thing yeah. to be like, wait, I just went from always having someone next to me to like. Yeah. And it's like it just it hits me a thousand times more at nighttime yep. because obviously Classic. it's like during the day like he worked like long hours during yeah. the day and everything but like at nighttime it was like I would always still look forward to like you know having you know this person come over we chill on the couch or we like get in bed and snuggle up and watch shows yeah. and so sometimes it's just like Several the first hours. few days I was like fine because I was like yay but like now it's like settling in and yeah. I'm just like oh it just feels so weird also I'm such like I mean we've talked about this in the show before I'm such a lover girl and I'm such like a cuddle, cuddle bug and stuff yeah. so I'm just like oh I did buy this new stuffed uh, sloth, though, at the Asian market. And yeah, he is my BFF. Too. Yeah, no, because I've been cuddling him every single night. No, it's been helping key. me sleep. I feel so, like that's yeah. probably a really common thing that people go through. I mean, I, I did in January. I get it. Like, at nighttime, just, like, it hits you like a yeah. fucking bus. But do we do an episode on how to get over it? Well, today's episode is going to be what we were supposed to talk about last week. You guys know that last week we had, like, a whole topic planned, and then we ended up not doing it because the catch-ups in the episode were yeah. so long. Uh, but the episode for today that was supposed to be last week, whatever, is how to break up. Like when you already decide you need to break up with somebody, how how to do it. Yeah. We've done breakup episodes before. Did we do how to like get over a breakup? I want to say yes, but like we I feel like we could do a continuation of it. I know. Kind of I thought too. that we did also. I feel like we did in season one. I don't know. Looking rejection, red flags, karma, cheaters. Why is everybody so horny? Oh, let's talk breakups. Oh, yeah, we did. We did an entire. It was like one of our very first okay. episodes. Yeah. I'm not yeah. Surprised. It's called Let's Talk Breakups if you guys ever want to look it up. And it's just like it talks about everything. I feel like if you get out of a relationship and you're like adjusting to be alone, being alone, I feel like picking up a few hobbies that you've been like meaning to do mm-hmm. is like a really, really healthy thing. Like, well, yeah, of course. And that's what I've been. That's what I'm struggling with right <clears throat> now. Yeah. Is I'm at this weird like. What do I like to do when I'm alone? I forgot. Yeah. yeah you like literally forget. Last night I ended up like my dip powder nails were like absolutely disgusting. So last night I ended up like removing them. And tonight I was like maybe going to actually paint my nails. And I was like, I'm just like trying to try things. Yeah. One thing that I ended up realizing almost immediately after the breakup was that I got really immersed in reading again. Yeah. Reading is a great, great thing to do after a breakup. Exactly. So So started reading again. But like even just like simple things, obviously, like you like you were saying before, like before we started recording, like you play your guitar. Yeah. That's my nighttime activity. Because sometimes even like if my boyfriend's like out like doing something or whatever and I'm like just spending the night alone in my apartment, it's so easy to get bored or to be like Oh, like, I wish, like, he hung out with me instead. But, like, no, find your things yeah. that you like to do. And, like, mine is always, like, music stuff or whatever. Yeah. Or, like, I don't know, making You know what content. I was looking at last night? Although, I think I told you. Did I tell you how when I was home I offered to buy my brother's Nintendo Switch off of him? Oh, yeah. yeah no, literally. Yeah. Switch is a I great was, thing no, to do. I was literally thinking, because I have the Switch Lite, uh, so I can't connect it to the TV. But yeah. last night I was looking into buying 
because we have the Nintendo store here. I was like, oh my God, I was in Manhattan today. I should have went there and just got it. Yeah. No, but, it's so, you have yeah. the perfect living room for it. Exactly. That's the thing. I have the perfect yeah. living room for it. And I could play that shit alone. Yeah. And like, I used to, when I was going through my last two breakups, not this one, but the one during COVID with Boy Band. I recall. And with fucking NYU BD. Both times I would play Animal Crossing on my Nintendo Switch because like Animal Crossing is one of those games that has like no like there's like there's no goal in Animal Crossing which is good. It's just to like build a little village. Yeah (laughs) you're just it's so casual and like it just eases my anxiety so much that I would just like run around doing like you know building this and doing that and whatever and I'm like oh my god I want to play Animal Crossing I know I actually was thinking yesterday (laughs) I want to pick up Animal Crossing I know and you know what I want to play again which would be so nice to have the switch for uh Mario Kart yeah I play Mario Kart like twice a week at least you know what we need what a fucking Dave and Buster's day dude I feel this like is where that we're at right me. now in life. <laughs> this is where we're at right yeah, now. Yeah, no, but I'm just like, I'm very just trying to do things for me again. And then also mentally, I've just been at this huge crossroads in life in general that I'm trying career to figure wise, out. Yeah. Not even career wise, uh, just in general, like with. So basically, I don't know if I talked about this in the last episode, oh, whatever, but I know what um, this is. <laughs> well, no, basically, I'm in between right now. It's like fucking like, ugh, I hate saying this because it's like, I don't want it to come across as like, Oh, I have so many issues in life. No, it's okay, guys. But you like, can make fun of her because I make yeah, fun of her. No, make fun her of me all I want. Versus my problems, yeah. different. But so they're iconic. So basically, I'm <laughs> in between right now, buying a summer home in Italy. I'm in between buying a summer home in Italy with Paige and right. Airbnb and like all this stuff, or getting a dog. Those are my two. Quote, I don't want to call them issues. It's a it's know. a hard life she lives, right. you guys. We have to choose between I'm an Italian such. summer home or getting a French bulldog. <laughs> like, what no, well, the fuck? But it's just because they're two very significant things and both of them are going to take up a lot of my time. And it's like, if I if I get the home now, I will not be able to get the dog for like at least another year and a half or so because I'll be building out the home like throughout the winter and doing like all that stuff. But... You know, if I get the dog, then I definitely can't. The dog will bring me a lot of happiness here, but I definitely won't be able to do any uh, traveling. Well, I won't be able to do. Yeah, I won't be able to do traveling at least. Well, not that I can't travel, but like I won't be able to do. Yeah, like you said, long term travel for like at least like a year or nine months. Yeah. You know, because like I'm not going to leave it as like a puppy. Yeah. You know, like I'm still going to travel when I get the dog because it'd be unrealistic for me not to. But like. It's not yeah. like you have like a roommate. Like I can literally like sleep here yeah. and be and with the dog. Also, my parents are an hour and 15 yep. out of Long Island. They have a French bulldog, like, you know, all that. But, you know, it is obviously a dog is a commitment. It's a long, it's a pretty long commitment. It's like a 15 yeah. year commitment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, but also, so is owning a fucking house in Italy. <laughs> like, especially if we're going into the business of Airbnb, it's not easy. No, um, like you so, have to, yeah, that, there's yeah. a lot that goes into that, bro. Yeah, so there's just like a lot on my mind of what I want to do next. And I'm not saying that it's things that are like, oh my God, I have such issues. But it is, it's, both of them are a lot of fucking money and both of them are a lot of responsibility. And it's like, yeah. what, do wanna, what do I want to do first? Because I really, I feel like the dog would add so much happiness into my life right now and I feel like I could really use it right now I'm voting for the dog and obviously like I 
I would love for you to get the house in Italy because then if we vacation, we would always have somewhere to stay. It would yeah. be cheaper for me. Right. Um, but like, I don't know. I'm also like. If we were all like maybe even like in our later 20s, I would be like, well, don't do that. But. That's the thing, though, too, is I'm like, you know, I'm I keep trying to remind myself that I'm only 24. I just turned 24. I'm yeah. like, do I need to invest in a house in Italy right now but also people tell you invest while you're young and everything but I'm like no, if yeah. I pushed it off for one year and then did it next fall uh-huh. I think you I think I would survive like yeah. I think it'll be fine <laughs> like you know to yeah. do the investment at 25 um yeah I don't know I because this is also something I gotta talk to Paige a lot about too which I will have talked to her about it when this episode goes up anyways um because she would be doing it with me right I I'm leaning towards the dog and saving the Italian home for next year uh, because also I want to be able this. I'm going to be totally transparent with you guys. This year was not my greatest money making year. Mm-hmm. And so because we've been just like focused on the podcast and oh, we made so many jokes prior to the show about this. We we're like this episode sponsored by nobody. Somebody pay us. <laughs> like, you know, we don't make anything uh, really off of doing this yet. Um, and yeah, it just hasn't been my most lucrative year that I've had in social media. So I'm like, I feel like I would rather continue building myself over the next year and the next year when I do have more money to invest in the home, do it then. Even though the dog is expensive, the house would be way more. Yeah. Oh, of course the dog, the dog is going to be a few thousand dollars. Like, you know, with like having to do, you know, get the food and everything that it needs. Like the beginning, it's going to run, you know, it's going to run me of my money a little bit. hundred percent. But not not as much. It's not, (laughs) you know, fucking $40,000 down on a home like sort of thing. So yeah, but I don't know. Okay, so G and T. Oh yeah. Um, we didn't actually. Pull I couldn't off. find sh- what is going on. Like, well, yeah, we uh, didn't actually plan for G and T. But the one thing that I didn't get to write anything down for it. But the first thing that comes to mind is uh, Courtney Kardashian announcing yeah. that she's pregnant to Travis Barker at the Blink One Eighty Two concert with this gigantic sign that said "Travis, I'm pregnant." I thought that that was really fucking cute. Yeah, it and was cute. You know what? I, I'm happy for them. Yeah, I well, I'm very happy for them because um, I guilty as charged yeah. have been watching the Kardashians I on the new Hulu one, season three. I haven't watched it. I there's I think there's more episodes coming out. I just finished the most recent episode yesterday. Mm. Um, but I've been watching it since season one. Not keeping up with the Kardashians, just the Kardashians. You know, the new one on Hulu, and. Courtney has been on this pregnancy journey and she that woman has been doing everything under yeah. the fucking sun to try I mean she's and get old, pregnant like again and what, have a baby I don't know something she's 40 something yeah. she already has four kids yeah she's just I don't know she's four? been doing everything in her powers so yeah. like finally she got pregnant she's having the kids so I'm happy for her but yeah if you guys didn't see basically she announced it to her husband Travis Barker I remember she said she was stopping IVF so I wonder if she got pregnant naturally that would be like a fucking miracle well she finished well she talked about in season three how she finished up IVF and it didn't work though yeah I mean I I just finished what the most recent episode and so far in that recent episode they didn't say anything about her actually So sad pregnant, that, like, so. women will spend, like, tens of thousands of dollars on that. And then if it doesn't work, like, it's, it's like, so oh, bummer. Sad. Like, you still have to spend all that money. Like, yeah. it sucks. Yeah, no, I was just about to say another, you know, another wonderful part of being a woman. I made uh, 
if you guys saw, I made my first TikTok in six months on my personal account yeah. the other day. And it was a joke about like, it was that audio that's like, oh, how I love being a woman. And it was me talking about how I got BV and I had a little sip of red wine and made my tummy hurt. I shit on you for that. <laughs> and what your comeback was fair. But me and David were like, you have how many TikTok followers? Wait, shit you- on me for what? For not, not posting? posting on TikTok. How many followers do you have on TikTok? Like 119? Yeah, we were like, imagine having that many TikTok followers and just not using. And she was like, that's what happens when you are burned out and you've made content since you were 12. And I was like, fair. Like, what could I fucking say? I'm going to I'm hacking your account and I'm changing it to Lily Stewart. Like, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, it's so real. Like, you know, the burnout shit is just oh, I've experienced it so many times I've experienced it more than I ever have in my 20s and that's what comes with being a fucking child YouTube star I, I suppose you look sometimes you look at like making content and like taking pictures and like TikToks as like work because yeah it was your income but I think if you started making TikToks of like you cooking or like something that like you wouldn't normally do that feels I don't know, like like more fun and not yeah. like work. It would be cute. I don't know. But also at the same time, my idea of like having like fun or like de-stressing and stuff is, is not being shooting. MIA on social media. Like I, I, I'm going to be honest. Like, I mean, I still love like whenever like I go on Instagram stories and I post like funny things and stuff like it's I do love it. But yeah, I, I definitely view it as work because it is. It's how I make my money. And I don't know. I just what I see it as is not even just that I view it as work, just that I my anxiety has gotten so much worse as I've gotten older. My perfectionism has gotten so much worse as I've gotten older. Mm. And it started to like really come to fruition in 2020, like beginning of 2020. And then it just kind of never stops. And then I started life coaching. And my life coach has helped me like a bunch with it. But it still comes back in waves. Yeah. And it's just like I need like it will go on for months before I finally find like the one thing that will break it. Yeah. And right now I'm I'm like waiting for me to like break it. I'm like, I know I need to break that barrier, but I can't right now. No, I it's know like, what you mean. Oh, it's so difficult. I, I definitely look at TikTok and Instagram. I'm like a little bit more like that with Instagram. Like mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more of a perfectionist. But with TikTok... I love making like drunk TikToks with my friends. Well, see, that's the thing. And that's exactly what you should be doing. And that's exactly the point of TikTok. TikTok is so casual. And that's why casual content goes viral. Yeah. But for me, it's just because I've done it. I know. But as a fan, I want more. (laughs) The thing is that I did post my most, not the TikTok I posted, you know, like two days ago, but the one I posted before that, my other most recent TikTok, which was six months ago, was the viral Dave and Buster's TikTok. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a casual fucking video and it did yeah. so good. But I don't know. It like I it sounds ridiculous when like I put it out loud because, you know, like people listening or people like you are just like, oh, my God, why wouldn't you like, you no, know, I completely get that, it. But it's like. But I, I always yeah. I, I just feel like whenever you shoot. Con- well, I guess not the Dave and Buster's one, but a lot of the time you put a lot of thought into it. But I feel like mm-hmm. you want casual content or just if you have a thought while you're walking on the sidewalk, like those would be your best. Videos. Yeah, I know. Oh, whatever. Well, I'm seeing Andrea tomorrow. So not me. Like here's another pep talking her right another now. conversation <laughs> topic for the life coach. Great. Lily needs me to post on TikTok more. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Lily said I'm slacking. Yeah. So, well. whatever. But yeah, anyway, so, uh, yeah, Kourtney Kardashian's pregnant. Woo! What else is going on? Um, I just looked on, like, Twitter, like, what was trending and shit, and nothing was hitting. You know what I just thought of that happened, like, yesterday, I think? 
Um, did you see that BB Rexa got hit yeah, on stage with yeah. a phone? She had to get like, like, dude, the photos are really fucking bad. I though. didn't she see had- her face. I just saw her holding it and going off. Stage. Oh my god, dude! Let me see if I can find the photos. Who I saw them earlier. Throws their phone at a person like that, like. What is wrong with people? Dude, are, she got fucked up. He threw like, it, like in the air, too. It's not like he yeah, threw look. it like on the state. Like Yo. it like it cut her eye and she had to get stitches. Yeah, I mean that's her like Yeah. So it's like really serious. So yeah, basically if you guys don't know what happened, BB Rexa was having a concert and some fan threw their phone like on stage I don't know I'm assuming that they didn't do it out of malice I'm assuming they threw no. their phone so she would like yeah record something but oh my god they threw it and it they fucking threw it hit like her up though like they should have yeah. thrown it like a frisbee like on yeah so it landed on the stage and she could have picked it up but like they threw it like yeah exactly and so it hit her fucking eye really badly she like went down on the stage was like oh my god and she had to get fucking she stitches she could have knocked out she could yeah. have been like unconscious no like, it was like really bad i remember i was i watched the video and i was like oh my god and then i saw the photos i think just this morning is when i saw those photos and i was like i didn't see that god but that's damn so bad yeah i know Jesus. poor woman so uh yeah bb rexa down bad courtney kardashian's <laughs> pregnant like bb rexa great yeah not bb rexa like what yeah there's nothing else going on i mean i feel like that's it's good yeah it's fine it's enough moving on all right, guys, so as we said before, topic for today is how to break up. We were going to talk about this topic last week because obviously last week we announced that I am single again, that me and my boyfriend or now ex-boyfriend broke up, um, and we already did an episode on dealing with a breakup, so now we're going to talk a little bit about how to actually break up. This is like if you obviously already decided that you need to break up with your significant other for whatever reason do they suck are you moving to different places did I don't know fucking any reason that you guys that you decided that you would need to break up obviously it always sucks to get broken up with but it can be really hard to break up with someone sometimes yeah well we obviously well actually we're gonna touch on our personal experiences anyway so I'll just like dive in yeah so you know personal experiences with breaking up with someone so we made so many jokes last week on the episode about how I've never broken up with someone which (laughs) actually you know what's funny is I thought about it after the episode technically I did break up with someone before remember when me and NYU big dick dated for literally one month oh yes we did it for one month and then I broke up with him because I had like a panic but then we got back together one month later and then we yeah. dated for like a long time yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, technically I did, but it wasn't like it, we weren't really like dating, dating when yeah. I broke up with him. So you, it wasn't you like breaking up with him for anything to do with him. Yeah. It was everything to do with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was just like a whole thing. But, um, so I haven't like truly, truly broken up with someone. And so we were making jokes last week saying that I finally broke my streak of getting dumped. Yeah. That I finally broke up with someone. And, um, because I broke me and the guy that I was just dating, I broke up with him. And like you were just saying, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to feel any better or worse. And honestly, like, I think my decision in breaking up with him and my reasoning behind it, like, I think I did the right thing. But I felt like fucking shit. And it's just mm-hmm. like, because like, you know, 
I mean, obviously, it depends on the person and everything. But regardless, like having to do that to someone is just like a shitty feeling. However, you can't justify like you can't just not break up with someone because you don't want yeah. to feel like the asshole that There's breaks up with them, you know, too, to like feel like shit. I feel like in this scenario you felt like shit because like you just felt bad and like you knew yeah. it would like, affect him and like whatever and I feel like sometimes people feel really bad because they are so in love with that person or like their love is so so deep but yeah. they can't be together for like practical reasons like they're yeah. moving or mm-hmm. like whatever so there's like different real like reasons you can feel like shit after but you really do like as the person because you're mm. just like this was my call and they're hurting and now like I feel responsible for that and you're also hurting and but then you there's another layer where you like feel like you can't complain or feel bad about it because you're the one that made the decision yeah and it's like the person who got broken up with is like the one that usually gets you know to be like crying to be upset yeah but but yeah no but either way it's equally really fucking difficult yeah because like you don't want to hurt that person unless that person obviously it's different of like say this fucking person that you're breaking up with has been like serial cheating on you and you finally had enough and you're yeah yeah you know but regardless you just feel kind of crappy after so i mean my personal experience with breaking up with someone was that it was hard as fuck, but I I feel like it was like all of a sudden a light bulb went off one day and I was like, I just got to do it. Yeah. Like, and it's like, if you know it's going to be obviously for the better of you, like, you know, you can't stay with someone just so they're happy. If you feel like you need to break up for your happiness, then you got to yeah. do what you got to do. And Have you for- heard the song It's Time to Go by Taylor Swift? I don't think so. It's literally like, talking about the moment where you know you have to break up with someone and like how it sucks but I think the line's something like it's like the it's like the right strong thing to do because like what are you gonna do to stay in a relationship that you're like exactly like yeah you're not gonna stay in a relationship just to keep the other person happy like you know there's that line that you have to be selfless in order or no you have to be selfish in order to be selfless you're also wasting their time yeah like if he had stayed another month or two like you're just wasting yeah. his time when he could be like healing. And yeah, exactly. On. So, yeah. So I'm feeling much better this week about the breakup. I mean, still kind of, you like, know, you're I, more adjusting to being alone. Exactly. Yeah. It's more like, OK, we broke up, whatever, kind of over <laughs> that now. <laughs> now I'm just like, oh, my God, I have so much free time. Yeah, I know. It, no, it's I weird. don't know what to do. Like, that was really <laughs> like when me and Workbay weren't together for a few weeks in January, February, that was really like the main thing. I was like, what? <laughs> and like all yeah. you guys were all in relationships at the time too. So I was just like, what do I do with all this time? Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? Exactly. And yeah, it sucks. It, that too. It sucks when all your friends are in relationships too. Cause then you're like, yeah, fuck. You yeah. Know? I know it's weird. But anyways, you obviously, do you want to talk about your breaking up with story? Yeah. Well, it was kind of funny because um, so me and my ex, we moved in together in August and by November he had voiced to me that like he regretted moving in together. So I kind of knew that I was dating someone that didn't really totally want to be with me. And I always had this deeply rooted fear in our relationship that he was going to leave me. And I always just felt like a lot of our relationship was me just being scared that he was going to like leave me because Mm -hmm. he always made me feel like he was going to leave me and like always complained about me I don't know I I just definitely was not his person and he made that kind of clear and then it was ironic that I ended up breaking up with him because he just made me feel for so long that like I I don't know that we like kind of wanted different things and that like it was just ironic that I was ready to move in with him even though he was six years older than me and he wasn't ready like there was just so many like weird like things like that and then eventually 
um, you know, a few months, like, I think I officially broke up with him in like kind of early March. Um, but like, yeah, from like November to March, it was kind of just this battle where I was like, I don't know. I was like, I'm happy with you, but you're not happy with me, which is making me not happy with you because like, you're making me feel like shit. It was really weird. And then eventually I just got like so fed up and one night he just like let me down again. It was Iman's birthday. That's like the mm-hmm. night I like officially broke up with him. Yeah. There's usually like a, a catalyst. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like you, you like you already know that you're going to kind of do it. But then yeah. there's that one thing for me. It was my birthday. Obviously. I, yeah. You know, 100%. So yeah. I knew that we uh, our lease was up in July and my kind of guessing was like maybe like the month leading up to that. We're going to have some conversations and maybe just go our separate like our the breakup yeah. will be us moving out. Like, because who wants, like, we signed a lease together. It's not like it was one person's apartment. It was our apartment. So we could not move out. We could not break the lease. So I was like, there's no way we're going to break up and live together. But that's exactly what happened. So (laughs) I broke up with him in early March. And it was so funny because, like, he was just acting so shocked and, like, literally was in denial, as we know. Like, he told our friends that we were, like, still together. And I was like, I'm not sure if I need to like say the words yet. Like we are not together. Yeah. Like it was a very strange, but he acted so like shocked. And I guess like, I guess like your ex didn't act like shocked, but he kind of acted like a little. Yeah. You were, like, he, well, been- he like knew that I was acting off for like right. a week. I don't think he knew that I was going to just like, but like you had been asking think- him to get an apartment for like. Yeah. And I think it was, I think it was kind of like this unspoken thing too, of kind of similar to what you said, where like it was, like an unspoken thing that if we ever were to break up, it would be him breaking up with me. Yeah. Th- yes. That's same with my ex. That's what yeah. I was like just trying to and say. And then, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. And it was not. And then they're so, so shocked. Yeah. Which and- honestly, also, this happened with NYU Big Dick. I feel like when I was with him, it was like, oh, if one of us was ever right. going to break up with the other, it'd be me breaking he, up with him. He acted and so then head he broke, over heels. Yeah, and then he ended up breaking up with me, and it was like, Which, what? That's like, prob- that is probably why it hurt you so badly. Yeah. And that's why I think it did. I do know for a fact, and I can just kind of tell that it hurt my ex really badly, mm-hmm. because I think... You sh- don't see it coming. Yeah, and I think, like, men... It's so funny. I find this happening in my healthy relationship even now. I swear to God, as a woman, you can say something and fucking mean it and men are just like goes over their head they're like yeah yeah, yeah you you say you're gonna leave but you're not gonna fucking do it. or you, yeah. you say you're gonna get mad if i do this but you won't that's really. literally some of what the, i told you guys me and my ex had this like conversation before we broke up and a lot of it was like he like i don't want to like give away anything because i don't want to talk about it and i don't want to talk bad about him at all uh but a lot of it i kind of told was you repeating was repeating yourself yeah well yeah. Was, well was me like saying something in him kind of being like I didn't take you seriously because you would change what you meant like you would like tell me to like move out here and then you, oh. then you would tell me this and then you would tell me that which yeah. I was like I guess but like whatever it doesn't matter anyways yeah continue continue no <laughs> it was just very strange for me to feel like I was in a relationship that like he didn't really want to be in and then when yeah. I finally do break up with him And I was so mentally checked out of the relationship. I remember I like for Christmas went to see his family and I kind of in my head, I literally told all my friends this. I was like, depending on how this trip goes, I'll be able to tell you if like our relationship is going to. I remember this. The trip was amazing, but not me and him. I had a great time with his family. I had an amazing time with his family, an amazing time with his friends. They lived abroad. So it was like really cool to go and everything. But I, I me and him like. We were not. Yeah. I didn't think we like really hung out. Like we, I was like avoiding him and I just knew I was like, there's a disconnect here. And, yeah. 
you know, I had some like I actually had some like conversations with his mom and his sister that were like kind of mm-hmm. interesting and kind of like kind of vented to them being like I'm at my wits end. Like, I don't know what to do, like whatever. And they honestly were like gave me really good advice that kind of made me be like, you know what? I'm I can't be in this relationship anymore. Yeah. And then I got back in January and our lease was up in July. So I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to stick it out. And then February came around. And that was when I had the um, I launched like I collaborated with this brand and I made an outfit with them. And, you know, we had a photo shoot for it. And then like I had like a pop up like event that all my friends came to at, at Artisan Fleas. Yep. He didn't come because he was hungover. Like there was just like a few yeah. things that happened where I was like, fuck that things that were like important to you so but important clearly weren't as important yeah. to him and i'm like even if we're kind of going downhill and we might know that like this isn't gonna work once we move out like at least act like a friend to me and yeah. like show up for me and like whatever it was just like annoying like it was just a few more things happened and then finally the weekend of Ima- iman's birthday i got home from a night out and just like flipped out on him and was like we're fucking done mm. and it didn't i he still this is literally the like being a woman it's like you can say something to a man and they're still not yeah i'm like no i'm done and then like he would go to my friends two weeks later and be like oh we're not really done like we're gonna and i'm like i literally told you we are done like i know we live together and like that's a whole delicacy but like we're done it was bizarre he like could not accept like for like until like almost a month after that we were done (laughs) it was so strange but yeah it was very difficult to like break up with him because it was like 10 conversations of me being like I'm sorry like I don't know what to tell you but like we're we're just done like men can't always like accept it I feel like they're like no way is this happening to me but that happens with a lot of people they're just like super in denial I think I might have told you that I had a friend that like broke up with her boyfriend and we ended up finding out like almost a year later that he yeah that he was not telling his friends that they broke up until like almost like six seven months after they broke up did he finally yeah start telling his friends that they were broken up but he was just didn't bother to mention it like yeah. that's a big thing they also dated for a very long time so it's yeah. not like some like random like no yeah you know but yeah i mean it happens with you know everybody men and women there are some women that just like can't accept it either yeah like, you know i get but, having like a week or two of denial and like you know whatever yeah. but like i don't know it was like a strange thing where i was like i don't, I don't know yeah. what else to say other than like we're done and then i moved on very quickly because I had been mentally checked out classic woman move yeah. like this this is such a thing that I feel like this really just happens to women like I haven't seen that many guys like this happen to but yeah. I feel like if a woman moves on quickly after the breakup it's because she was already so mentally drained and checked out yeah. for like a month or two prior to the breakup I feel like when men do it it's because they like want like an immediate rebound to yeah. feel like a boost of serotonin okay, that might sound true. like a little fucked up but like i just i feel like it is (laughs) like i don't know obviously like there's probably some cases of course but like a lot of the time if a guy moves on right after a breakup he never cared about her in the first place yeah like you know what i mean but like i moved on really quickly and i broke up with him for you know for like fundamental differences like he just was not my person anymore like great person but just not like for me and he also like did 
this one thing the whole time we dated that like got fucking old <laughs> like you know what I'm talking about yeah. yeah he just like had this behavioral thing that I just could not fucking yeah. deal with anymore mm-hmm. um and I'm sure he probably says the same thing about maybe things I did but it's, what's funny is because I moved on so quickly from that relationship you know we like had a lot of conversations and we ended on a good note when we moved out but then I never like saw him again or like talked mm-hmm. about the breakup so I don't really even know how he looks back on it. If he's like, it was a mutual decision or like, yeah. I don't really know what he tells his friends and I don't really care. You know what? It's one of those things. Like, I'm at when peace you, with it. Yeah. When you get out of a relationship, despite if, you know, you're the one to break up or not, you, especially if you are the one to break up with them, you need to prepare to accept that they are probably doing a little bit of a smear campaign. Yeah, yeah. Like, not like some people more than others, but they're probably painting themselves as the victim. Yeah. And like, it doesn't matter who broke up with who. Yeah. If it was mutual, if anybody did anything wrong or nobody did anything, it's probably... You just got to accept that you're probably not going to be painting in the best light in the other no. person's eyes. Luckily, I will say his friends are still really nice to me and all yeah. that, but... Shortly after we did break up and I did move on really quickly, which I completely understand how that mm-hmm. would like hurt him. And yeah, of course, especially because we still had to see each other with like the apartment and everything. But like also like I have the right to like live my life and like be um, happy on my own terms. So it was like it was a really strange that was a really strange time because I was trying to like be happy with like these new people in, in, in work bay. And I felt like really held back by like worrying about how it made him feel but I was at the same time I was like fuck that like I broke up with you for a reason oh my god but I know that like he that was probably like the time where he you know the smear campaign he probably was telling his friends like she's already fucking someone smear a smear campaign is like when like you dated like a narcissist and then like they're like spreading your name but like you get the the point like you know they're not painting you in the greatest light yeah um so, I mean, is there anything else you want to no. say about your breakup? Okay. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. That's all. Well, no, I was going to say because this is a great transition into, you know, kind of like the things that we wrote down about, you know, how to break up with somebody. Mm-hmm. And the first thing on the list is accept that it probably is not going to be as graceful as you were hoping for. Like, and so that ties kind of right <laughs> into this because like odds are, yes, you could have a good breakup, like, but Mo- a lot of the time someone's the gonna feel hurt people. yeah even the yeah. most mature people I'm like because it's so true <laughs> yeah like it's just not you just need to pre- be prepared like you know it's not gonna be rainbows and sunshine like I knew literally you know three weeks ago or whatever it was now when I broke up with my boyfriend I knew that it was not <laughs> going to be the smoothest which also the next thing is think about the type of person that your partner is and how to like yeah think, how, exactly like, approach it in yeah the way that so would suit them yeah so is it somebody who you think is gonna handle it well is it someone that you know has like mood swings is gonna like change up on you and then like you said from there you could kind of plan your course of action and you know sometimes if it's a person that you know just isn't gonna handle it right you just kind of have to like do it because like there's no I guess I don't think. There's this is something that I've been like dealing with a lot actually mentally uh, because when me and my boyfriend or ex-boyfriend whatever when we broke up he was telling me that I should have handled the breakup better like there were ways that I could have handled it better in which yes some parts of what he was saying I 100% get what he's saying because I literally I don't know if I said this last week but like I kicked him out of my apartment on like 12 hours notice which is kind of like a dick okay move. okay but, but did you really because you 
on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the immediate Lily. apology. Lily? Me getting... <laughs> just beep out with that whole part. No. Do Lily's it. doing her own smear campaign. <laughs> but... No, leaving the... Okay, but did you really? And then the... <laughs> beep, beep. No, but... <laughs> that was funny. I like lost my train of I thought got for so a second. Mad. What I was gonna say though was like, yes, there were definitely some parts of the breakup that maybe I could have handled better. I don't agree but with that, also, Christina's perfect. Right, <clears throat> exactly. But no, no, but the one thing I have been thinking of is like, is there really a right or wrong way to break up? I will say, like, I don't think there's necessarily a right or wrong way to break up. I think there are things that you could do to make it less shitty. Like, for example, one of the things we have written down on here. Actually, it's the next thing we have written down on here, which I'll just say quickly and then we'll backtrack a bit, um, is always do it in person. Don't break up like through text always. on the phone call if you absolutely need to. Like, you know, if you're long distance or yeah. something and it has to be on a phone call. But always try to do it in person. You know, there's like things like that. But like. I don't know. I think a lot of like where I went wrong when I was breaking up with him and where I like literally like kicked him out on like 12 hour notice and stuff is because I I just like panicked. I like didn't know what to do. Yeah. I literally did not know what to do. And I was like, oh, my God, I just broke up with him and he's in my home. I don't think I want him in my home now because I just broke up with him. Oh, my God, this is so awkward. You have to be out like blah, like, you know, just spiraled a little bit. But anyways, back to the point. Think about the type of person that you're dealing with and that you know will kind of not that it will change the way in which you break up with them but more so it'll mentally prepare no, mentally you prepare yourself for it because you know like we said it's probably not going to be as graceful as you're hoping for but even at least if, you can mentally prep no 100 and even if you're breaking up with them because they are an abs like let's say this guy is just like cheated on you or just like is a narcissist a yeah. horrible person like whatever Honestly, even if you want to yell all those things to him and like, you know, be like, I'm breaking up with you because you're a piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Honestly, get in and out. Get in there and maybe even lie. Be like, you're so wonderful, but it's just not working for me. Like, I I think sometimes that is a good way to go because then they don't really have a bad thing to say about you Mm -hmm. and they won't put up like a fucking crazy. I mean, they might still put up a fight, but not as intense as they would if you like came at them like yeah. just almost like lie and bullshit and just get in and out of there <laughs> as quickly as you can well, that's basically the next point oh. after you know <laughs> don't break up on the phone or through text like don't be a fucking coward or right always do it in person but what you're saying oh, figure what out what you want to say yeah. what you want to explain and also figure out what is not worth sharing exactly yeah. just what stop you just getting, said don't get petty with it like, yeah like i told you like you know there were like so many things when i was bringing up my ex like kind of things that like i wanted to just bring up yeah that's what I was referencing yeah exactly like there were like a lot of things that like I would have really loved to bring up but I just like like, did you say this this and this and you were like no no because it what is the point it would it would not have helped in the slightest like it would have done nothing but create more hurt it would have you know just given us reason to like go back and forth at each it just like was not worth it so like you really need to figure out what you want to say and points that you want to get across but also Make sure to realize what to save your breath on. There are some things that just aren't worth it. And some things that like as much as maybe if it's a situation where you're breaking up with a person because they're being a bad boyfriend, maybe there's like a lot of things that like you want to say, but you just know this is not a person to reason with. Just yeah. save your breath. It's it's honestly such an ego thing. Mm-hmm. Like for you, like for me, like if I were to like go and just start like fireballing at like one of my exes, like all the things that they did wrong, whatever that comes from your ego. And it takes a lot of fucking self-discipline to Mm -hmm. 
push your ego down and set it aside for a sec and just, you know, not get that last word in. You do not need the last word. You really do not need to get that last word in. Save your breath. You're going to feel a whole lot better. And if you still give a fuck about this person that you're breaking up with, uh, then at least they're not going to go off and you know losing their fucking mind that's so true i i actually even think if if you're not breaking up with someone and you're in a healthy relationship i i have a thing where sometimes work bay actually we both do it we'll be having a conversation like i'll bring up something to him and be like hey it really hurt my feelings when you did this and sometimes we're both like stubborn and immature he'll be like well i didn't like when you do this and like i'll do the same thing but it's like and you keep going in circles it's like it's an ego thing because it's like i want to feel better because you also did something bad but it's like why can't we just let's just talk about what we're talking about yeah exactly (laughs) which that was like when me and my ex broke up and like he came to get his stuff and we talked for an hour there was a point like i it started good and then there was a point where it was a lot of like oh well you did this or you did this or you didn't do this whatever blah blah blah. and then i had to like really take a second and like reel it in and be like okay because realistically you're already broken up what is that conversation no, exactly. like what is that providing you exactly with? especially if you're like breaking up like okay well yeah well, there's nothing productive about this conversation yeah Just maybe grab your stuff and go. yeah if you <laughs> planned on like maybe working it out and staying together then yeah you could fucking be yeah. like this hurt my feelings when you did this and that and blah, blah blah and the next thing but if you're already broken up and you know it's like kind of said and done that it's not yeah. it's and not if you're craving breath. closure then I feel like you can like have a final conversation where you bring up a few of the things that they did but not in a way where you're just like stating what they did like as an attack just be like you did these things I kind of want to understand why because I want to end on a good note like I understand having that final conversation mm-hmm. and whatever but it shouldn't be just to bring it up just to bring it up like you yeah, should be bringing also, it up to have a conversation exactly two things one if you are gonna bring it up like that I think If you want to bring it up to get like your, you know, mental peace, then, you know, mentally prepare yourself Mm -hmm. to be like, they're going to have backlash. Yeah. Say it because you want to say it and just get it out. But you have to remind yourself that they're probably not going to respond well to it. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing which you just said, like, you know, I'm kind of tying this in is uh, make it about you and not them it's easier if you're gonna bring up those things yeah yeah using i statements instead of you statements like you don't want to feel like you're attacking the other person like you did this and you did that be like i feel that you know i wasn't getting treated as well as i should have been or i feel like you know blah 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 blah. like turn it into an i statement even if you're you even if you use a you after by being like i feel like this yeah i feel like you blah 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 you know, make it about yourself rather than being like, you did this and you did that or you didn't do this. If you're breaking up with a guy or a girl, whatever, because of the way that they treated you, like, let's say they just never really were romantic with you. They never planned dates or they just kind of were like not acting like a fucking partner. I feel like a good way to put that is like, I have certain love love languages that like maybe you don't have and like my needs in a relationship yeah. are very different than yours and I don't know you can you like you should be able to say to them like you know I just don't feel like you treated me right but say it in a way that's more like they didn't meet it didn't meet my standards like Mm -hmm. you know maybe that would work with somebody else but like I need romance yeah I need like whatever exactly uh then listen to them be gentle with how they feel obviously like be open to them just saying a bunch Mm -hmm. of things you're breaking up with them they are in a very vulnerable state right now so make sure to listen and you know, hear them out, even if like everything is said and done, because, you know, there's the people that will just like accept it. Um, and then there's the people that'll, you know, fight yeah. back and be like, well, what if we do this and that? And blah, blah, blah. If you're like, 
there is nothing like you know this is like it just at least listen to them you know and then uh after that like I just said you know tying it into what I just said don't leave it open-ended make sure they know it's over yeah don't even say like you know we who knows what'll happen in the future do not do that oh my god that like fucked me over and like <laughs> my ex kept saying that in our breakup and I was like I was like it was so awkward because I was like you're like no <laughs> I don't think we're gonna work out yeah like I remember one of my exes said that to me and like I held on to that hope especially if you know well I wouldn't even say that in general just for the chance that you guys don't end up together even if you're like maybe we will in the future don't say that because that's like really shitty to give a person false hope yeah you know regardless of the situation it's like also just like just be honest like if you don't want to be with them don't you don't want to be with them you don't have to say things like that to comfort people yeah you can be like i'll always like be here for you i yeah, don't know if you ever it depends anything, on the situation like, yeah, yeah but it's like there's other things you can say that are really equally as comforting yeah exactly uh, and then the last little bullet note we have uh, is that you'll feel shitty after. But obviously, give yourself time and also give them time. Don't reach out. That's why you I can even did a say, whole I'm episode of the no contact. Yeah. Well, yeah, like we're not going to talk for a while. Like you need to give them space to heal. Like if my exes were like hitting me up and we broke up every like week or two being like, hey, how are you doing? How are you handling breakup? Like I just know like it, you need I'm a big believer we know this in the no contact rule and I think you need that space not just in the no contact rule is not about even just getting over an ex it's about like you you know kind of getting over things and finding yourself outside of them so yeah you shouldn't be hitting them up so so give them time to heal especially if you're breaking up with them you can be like look I'm not gonna reach out to you I don't think you should reach out to me either for a while. But in a f- if in a few months, like if it really is calling to you, like I'm never going to like block you or like, if it's like a very civil breakup, you can say this. Like you can just say nice things like that that make them because sometimes if you're breaking up with someone, especially if they don't really see it coming or if you know that they don't feel the same way and they really care about you, sometimes the trauma of feeling like someone just got ripped away from you very abruptly is hard for people. So saying mm-hmm. things like, look, let's take a few months to ourselves." But like, you know, I'm always a call away if you need a yeah. friend or like, please, like, you know, let me know if you end up getting the job or like whatever, like just yeah. things like that. Like if it's a civil friendly breakup, yeah. but otherwise, like for their sake, let them go. You know, Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's like all we have. Kind of. I feel like that's like that pretty good, much. Yeah, I feel like that's like pretty much it. Like once again, there's no like there's no foolproof way to end a relationship. There's no like you know the secret to a civil breakup like it's either gonna be like quote-unquote I mean no breakup is good but you know it's either gonna be civil or it's gonna be a little bit ugly or something in in between it's not really something that you can necessarily you can't if you're the one that's breaking up with them which in this case you are it's not you know you can't really control how they're gonna react you can predict how they're gonna react and with that mentally prepare yourself for it but like yeah you know I feel like if you are feeling doubt in your relationship, I, I found a lot with my friends. Like I have a friend that will bring this up to me and be like, I, I think I might want to break up with my partner, but we like, let's say you've been dating them for a long time or like your families are intertwined or your friends are intertwined and you almost feel like stuck in the relationship. I Ugh. feel like if you're having thoughts of breaking up with someone, like you probably should break up with them yeah. because like, I just know for a fact, like in my relationship, even when we're going through it, my first, I never really think 
I'm going to break up with Yeah, you. it's like, always like, never, oh, like, we'll be able to work through we'll this We'll get through one. this. Yeah. yeah, that's always, like, my mindset. So I feel like if you are having doubts, Which is like, a good mindset. No, it, yeah, 100%. <laughs> but if they're not your person, you do have that voice in your head. I had that voice in my head my entire yeah. last relationship, which I do not have in this relationship. That's how I know it's, like, a very different experience. But, like, listen to that voice and don't ever feel, like stuck or like I know sometimes it can feel like oh I'm gonna but I'm gonna lose this whole friend group and I know in the moment in the moment yeah you are gonna lose a lot of people or like whatever it is or you're gonna lose this beautiful house you guys share together or like what the fuck ever but it you still will feel better on the other end of things yeah absolutely 100% I had that with uh boy band when we were like breaking up I was like oh my god like I'm about to lose like all these people this that I know out in LA part of my whole... life yeah. and then like as time went by I you start to realize like you meet new people and then I just started to realize I was like well those people weren't even like really my real friends anyways. yes yes like, if they are you your know? real friends if they are like if they're your real friends they'll stick by your side right 100% not, like you know and it just I don't know I feel like the best thing you can do for someone sometimes is break up with them if you're not totally it, it might mm-hmm. suck for them in the moment but like who wants to be with someone who's having thoughts about breaking yeah, up with them, them but yeah. yeah like that just that sucks more yeah. like you should be with someone who you're never really having those doubts but I do find that like I've had friends that get stuck in relationships and like don't want to leave for the wrong reasons and it's like you should never feel that way like no matter what type of life you share together like if you have good friends around you they will help you through it you will get out of it and I just think some relationships need to fucking end. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, simply. Truly. Have you ever met a couple where you're like, they've been dating for six years and you're like, oh my God, this is the worst couple I could literally I've name ever met. Yeah. It's like, dude, like I get it. Like you're six years deep. People break up after being married for 20 years. Yeah. Like you'll be okay. People, People like, you know, they get that. Like this is like, obviously if you already decided you need to break up, but like, you know, off topic with you know deciding if you need to break up or whatever there are kind of like you're saying like there's people that like they're dating for five six years and they're like oh my god like that amount of time down the drain yeah it's not down the drain you can't think about it like that though don't think about it like that if you've been dating for five years you can't think of it as like oh my god five years down the drain you gotta start thinking as am i gonna stay with this person for another year and then they're six years down the drain like you know do you want to continue living this way that you've been like also i mean i I kind of felt like that because my last relationship was like a little over three years. And I, oh, yeah, I had that thought where I was like, wow, three years of my life, three years of traveling and memories and friends and blah, blah, yeah. blah, and like commitments. And I felt that way. But I was like also three years of learning so much about myself, so much about being in a serious relationship, so much about the type of partner I want. And I kind of looked at it like, wow, three years of an amazing learning experience. Luckily, I wasn't dating an awful person. I was dating a wonderful person who I had a wonderful three years with that I don't regret at all. I learned so much about myself and I also learned what I do and don't want in a partner. And I knew coming out of it, it would feel that way at times. But I also knew that my next relationship would be so much better because I spent three years learning what I want. So I think it's just all about how you your perspective on things but that's such yeah. a common thing that people feel like stuck in relationships yeah I feel like it takes uh you know a little bit of maturing and growing up to and kind courage. of realize that yeah and courage because really does. same exact thing like I just wow I just like had a brain fart 
I know I forget what I was gonna say. No, even what you even your breakup now, like it just it takes balls to just like break up with someone and kind of start fresh and like yeah. be on your own again. Like even though you guys didn't date that long, yeah. it still takes balls. But I know that if you date for like five plus years, like yeah, takes well, a lot of coach, courage. Like my life coach like told me obviously too. She was like. See what happens. She was like, every time like you get out of a relationship with someone, you know what you like and what you don't like, and then you find somebody better, and you just keep like, yeah. you know, going and going. And even if they end up not being better in the long run, they were for like two seconds, and maybe that's yep. what you needed for two seconds. Like, yeah, you know. So you're never gonna, you know, like I tell her, like I have like this like irrational fear of like dying alone, basically, like never actually finding a person. She's like, you're fucking insane. You're 24 and like gorgeous that's fine but yeah (laughs) but um you know she always just tells me she's like you know you say this after you get out of every relationship but then you find another good guy yeah like you know so it's even if you find another good guy like I think mentally tell yourself be like I I guess you did kind of do this with your last I, I think your other relationships you were very wrapped up in they were very serious this relationship you literally said I don't know if he's my husband, but I'm going to yeah, give it a I, like, try. Just didn't know and that's yet. a really, yeah. really good like way to start a relationship, especially if you kind of like jump right into things. Just be like, I'm having so much fun with this person. I'm just going to be present and enjoy my time. And if it doesn't work out, I will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> like exactly. I've gotten through breakups before. I will be fine. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Toxic confession time. You know, we keep. Oh, my God. It keeps fucking me up. Sometimes at the beginning when we do toxic thing of the week, we call it toxic confession. By, like, accident. I'm sure we do. <laughs> yeah, we do it. Like, we'll say, like, toxic thing of the week, and then we'll be like, all right, time for toxic of the week. Ugh. Oh, my God. Time for toxic thing of the week. All right, so my toxic confession. <laughs> it, it's on my fuck. Oopsies. Anyways, all right. Cutesy little one. Um, But this is, I, I don't know. I thought it was kind of funny just because um, you guys know that Lily and Work Bay have, like, broken up and gotten back together a million times. Um, so <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This girl's just, like, a little bit more, like, Mm, about it so she goes toxic confession I was best friends with this girl in college who had this boyfriend that was just pretty awful by the way work bay is not awful I absolutely love him this okay. is not the com- I Period. was just the break the break up and getting back together he was awful for like two seconds yeah <laughs> but anyways I was best friends with this girl in college who had a boyfriend that was just pretty awful she was so smart and hardworking and achieved her goals and he was just a slob with no motivation and really dragged her down cute <laughs> I love. know. Right? Except for emphasis, he would get drunk at his frat parties, and then he would piss in her bed in his sleep. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay, that's okay. I get the vibe. I get yeah, the vibe. We get the vibe. <laughs> it's like I know him. It's like I've already met him. Right. Okay. <laughs> so she said they broke up and got back together, and then broke up again. Mm. And I told her at the time, jokingly, that I wouldn't be friends with her anymore if they got back together. Fast forward a year to the next summer, so he fair. dropped out of college and they got back together Cute. and she hid it from me for months. <laughs> she said, now we are no longer friends. And since then, they've broken up again. And I have a suspicion that they are back together for the fifth or sixth time now. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean. <sighs> I mean, it comes a point. Like, no, I because. OK, <laughs> let's. But let's think about it in my terms. Like, let's say Workbay was the absolute worst. Yeah, no, obviously he's not who this guy is. So, like, I almost couldn't even blame my friends because it's exhausting. Like, yep, it's exhausting. Even when I went through my breakup, like, I started feeling so annoying because I was constantly, like, calling my friends and, like, needed a friend. And I was so annoying. And, like, I already felt annoying, even though my friends were like, we don't care. We're here for you, obviously. But, like, 
as a friend, when your friend's going through something that intense, like it does take a bit of a toll on you. So when it yep. happens 10 times and it just it, there comes a point where you really need to protect your peace. No, like 100. And I always say this because, yes, there have been friends of mine that have like gone through, you know, breaking up, getting back together, whatever. Or even if they just broke up just once, it just comes to a point like of course your friends like you want to be there for them when they're like going through a breakup and you know console and everything but if they are just constantly bringing this negative energy and like yeah. say you're like oh my god girls night out like we're gonna have a fun night tonight and then you go out and they just will not stop talking about their ex and you know obviously girls night out you can have like a little shit talk sesh, sesh. but if yeah event sesh. No, but if yeah. they're like fucking crying over their ex every single time yeah. and blah, especially if it's like, like weeks and months after it yeah, happens like exactly or even a friend that has a shitty boyfriend they didn't break up and whenever you hang out the only thing she has to say about her boyfriend are all these like negative ass things it's like oh my god like no yeah there comes a point you know there's a fine line between like you know your friends venting to you and you needing to like help them out and help them get through things but then also they really needed to help themselves at a point yeah and you know there's there's a line yeah there's a fine line last night like i kind of felt bad because i was on a double date last night with work bay and these this couple that we just met so it was kind of like I couldn't leave and I also yeah. couldn't invite people because like I didn't really know these people. So I go on a double date with them and then I get out and I saw that Christina texted me that she was like feeling a little down and wanted I was to hang like, out. Come meet me at midnights in Brooklyn. No, <laughs> and I felt so bad because I saw it like even like an hour after she had texted me that. So yeah. I was like, fuck, like I'm still out. Like I don't think I can do that, whatever. And then I got home and I was talking to Ryan and I was like, I kind of feel bad. I think Christina was having a bad night and she was like, that's really she said it in such a nice way she was like that's so nice lily but like also it, maybe it was good for christina to get through that night by herself yeah you oh 100 I mean? and it is because then you get yeah. through it and you're like okay that wasn't that bad yeah like so true no i literally after i texted you that i like sucked it up and then i like yeah. went on to like doing my nails and everything and by the time you text me back i was like fine well it's like, like when me and workmate broke you know, up Ryan also i'm not texting you though being like I'm gonna fucking die. Well, yeah, like, no, no, no. If, I need you here right now. No, it was yeah. more so of a thing where I just text you and you I was like, like, I'm like, a little lonely. Like, yeah, I'm a little lonely. Out. Like, what are you guys up to? Yeah. Like, whatever. But yeah, no. Fucking protect your peace, man. Protect your peace. Mm. <laughs> Imagine you're like, I'm like not okay. I'm like, ooh, I'm like uh, two episodes deep. Like, I have ice cream. Yeah. Like, I'm not really like <laughs> feeling that. Oh my god, you know what? <laughs> uh, getter today. I had to order some stuff for delivery, and they were doing 25 percent off all Van Leeuwen pints. <sighs> And I got a pint of my favorite Van Leeuwen ice cream, which, which is one? the peanut butter brownie. Ooh, have you tried honeycomb? I have tried the peanut butter brownie honeycomb. Oh my God, honeycomb is so good. Yes, they have a peanut butter brownie honeycomb. I like the original one better without the honeycomb, but I do like honeycomb. So, yeah, so good. Yeah. On anyways, that note. <laughs> anyways. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We promise we're going to try and get guests pretty soon. Uh, two episodes in a row. We're solo. Right? I know, not bad though. For three episodes, we'll have, probably have a guest next week. Well, I mean, Ryan I would... wants to come on. She's ready. Yeah, uh, Ryan, guys, her wow. roommate. Uh, she is a fucking rip. Okay, <laughs> she has. Oh my god, she's like dated every man and like, you know, like gone on dates and everything with like every man you could ever imagine. Like every like genre of man. Yeah, ever. She's done it. She's done it. Every bad she, experience you can have, she's had it. Yeah, she is. If you guys remember, we actually, we <laughs> talked about her in an episode like a long time ago because we brought up her story about how she like 
went on a quote unquote date with this guy and he basically told her like I need to bring you home and like fuck you first to see if you're worthy of taking out to dinner yeah. that was Ryan that was Ryan that's Ryan's story so yeah we'll have her on She's I do want to know though because I always get mixed things in the DMs of people being like you know oh my god bring more guests on I love guests but then also people being like I really love your solo episodes so I don't, I don't know I think it's kind of just like a cross. I like guests I yeah. like I like doing like two alone and one guest. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I like our solo episode. I like both though. Like yeah. I need guys. I there's only so much I can say. No, I like exactly. I need another person here. Yeah, but we were talking about uh possibly hitting up my gynecologist to come on the show. <laughs> She's a queen. I forgot about that. Yeah. Molly McBride, we Wait, love you. No. <laughs> I'm like, so what does Christina's pussy look like? <laughs> You're like, we're gonna talk about women's health. I'm like, is it like <laughs> she's like talking like she's getting like really medical about it and you're like but is it what yeah <laughs> oh my is God. it a tight little wet like <laughs> all right guys thank you so much for Doc- <laughs> sorry but dr mcbride does she have a gorilla grip that's what we want to know okay guys i'm, I'm done joke's over gotta go <laughs> i had to make the gorilla grip joke all right <laughs> thank you for listening to this week's episode of Jenna like- toxic um make sure to go follow us and Twitter, Instagram, and uh, TikTok. I know. What is going on? <laughs> I'm choking on okay? No, I have my drink. You do have your drink. Oh, my God. Lily's okay. dying. I'm okay. Great. Okay. <laughs> Make sure to go follow us at Gin Toxic Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Make sure to DM us your toxic confessions. Uh, just reminder, toxic confessions are always anonymous. If you DM it to us, we will not use your name or anything. And we will judge always- you, but we will not share your identity yeah we will not share your identity <laughs> you might get a new asshole ripped but yeah like it's fine i've probably done it or worse so. yeah so <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's or worse but yeah um diama's toxic confessions that's it we'll see you next week bye bye i love choking on air